We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, talk about change. I mean, St. Joseph, I remember we used to, the, the woman who's now my wife and myself, when she lived on Dover, I think Dover Road in West Hartford, we used to go down to St. Joe's and walk the dog and stuff. And it was an all-female school. And then it goes co-ed. <clears throat> and then they start athletics. Then they bring in Jim Calhoun. Then Jim Calhoun leaves. And now they have the best Division Three men's basketball team in the country. It's pretty stunning. It really is. And Don Memoria, the Hartford Current, wrote about it. And you can read about it yourself. It's with Glenn Miller in charge, St. Joseph rises to number one in Division Three men's basketball. Dom, good morning. Happy holidays. Yeah, good morning, Brian. How are you? Um, do, you been tracking this, or because like I had no idea. Oh, uh, I mean St. Joe's. Yeah, they, they've been. Uh, you know, they, they they do a very good job of a lot of things. But one of the things they do a very good job on is getting their message out via social media and and email and such. They have good people doing there doing their content so uh you know, yeah i was i was watching their rise and uh when they got to number one it was time to do something yeah i mean, I mean people who don't know i mean give us a little bit of the context here calhoun comes out of retirement to help launch this program and then he leaves it in the hands of of, of glenn miller which some people might not know him either Could just give us a sense of the trajectory here yeah, well, you know, when uh, you know when Jim came out of retirement to start the program, he wanted to be more of an architect. Uh, and, of course, you know, his uh, the, the force of his personality and his uh, reputation uh, would certainly be enough to bring in a lot of players. But in, in turn, he needed someone who could really do a lot of the, a lot of the legwork. And Glenn Miller, who had coached with him, played for him at Northeastern, coached with him at at. Uh, uh, UConn, of course, and had been a head coach himself, very successful at the Division Three level, was just the perfect guy to do that. You know, uh, you know, Glenn had gotten fired by Kevin Ollie. He was out of work. There had been a lot. Of his, he was kind of involved in the in the, all the legal acrimony that was involved there. Uh, so, but he was the perfect guy to come in and and uh, and kind of be uh, Jim's wingman for a couple of years, and and really, and also he coached the pro, he coached the games when Jim was ailing and not able to do it. So, uh, and, and just amazing that all of, how many of these players, six players, have been there the entire five years that the program's existed. So it kind of speaks to the continuity, and it also speaks to the job Glenn Miller did recruiting them and coaching them before he officially became the head coach last year. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, that was one of my questions I had down for you was, how did he get the kids to stay when Calhoun left? But clearly... Uh, they were sold on the program through through Miller, and it wasn't just the star power of Calhoun. Don Memoria, the Hartford Current joining us. We're talking about St. Joseph. Their men's basketball program is the top-ranked Division Three program in the country. Let me talk about Miller for a second because he's had a kind of fascinating career. I mean, you know, in the 90s, I mean, he had an incredible record at Concause. They only lost one game, and it was yep. their, you know, the last game of the season type thing. And then he had success at Brown and Penn, and had a tenure. I, I won't get into the stuff with, you know, with the end of his stint at UConn. 
you know, because I don't really understand what he was involved with the legal side of it, but I don't think we have enough time for that conversation. But, you know, what would incentivize, like, I mean, is he going to stay? I mean, he's obviously a Division One caliber coach. Well, you know, he's, he's 59 years old. I think he's enjoying what he's doing. Uh, I mean, I, I would guess, and this is just guessing, that if he did have an opportunity, the right opportunity to coach at the Division One level, that he would probably be interested in pursuing it. But, you know, he is 59, and he is, he is in a good, uh, a good, comfortable situation there, and he, he might want to just ride this out. But I, to answer your question, yeah, he, he's definitely a Division One caliber head coach. Uh, he, he's a, a terrific shooting instructor. He does a great job at running a college-type offense. And, uh, you know, a Division One program, a mid-major, even a high-major, that's interested in, 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 in making that kind of move, I think uh, he would certainly be a good choice. And he, I'm sure he would be interested if, he, if, if that were, were brought his way. But for the moment, uh, you know, the old one day at a time, Brian, he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's fine where he is. You know, it's we're talking with Don Memorial, the Hartford Current, about St. Joseph basketball, and yeah, I mean, I I think we hope he stays. I I hope it's. Yeah, I mean, it would be, wouldn't it be great to build a legacy there? But I mean, obviously, opportunity is opportunity. You don't begrudge that. But w- when it comes to the players, you know, where are these players coming from? And you know, I, I actually the 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 addendum to that is to be great at Division Three. You kind of—I knew this from hockey. You kind of have to swim on the fringe kid, right? I mean, because you—you got to get a kid who might be, cl- maybe even able to be on a D1 roster. I mean, that's right. really difficult to thread that needle. Yeah, well, he—he he has a great philosophy, uh, which we talked about, uh, where you know he goes and he looks at a lot of prep schools, and he looks at a lot of AAU and a lot of summer leagues, and when he sees the kids out there that aren't getting Division One offers. Uh, but they look comfortable on the court with a lot of Division One players. He figures those are the guys that would be great <laughs> Division mm. Three players. Uh, he also uh, they've also done a great job of uh, you know recruiting in, in the local area. You know, three kids from Prince Tech uh, are, are there, and 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 they've been there the whole time. And you know, again, it's kind of what Jim envisioned when he started the program was uh, it would be an opportunity for some kids who might not otherwise have a chance to go to college. Uh, or, or go to go somewhere to have a place to go that was nearby and where they could get a good education and they could be and they could be uh, have a, have a good college career. So they've they've he's brought in a number of of local kids from from the Hartford and the other cities in Connecticut. He's brought in some kids from prep schools who maybe fell through the cracks on Division One and they've done pretty well. He's picked up a couple of transfers uh, and he's got uh, you know one kid from overseas. So. Uh, they, they've really put together a, a, a team from from a lot of different backgrounds, but but it fits. It works together, and again, that speaks to you know to Glenn's uh, you know real mastery of X's and O's, as well as his his ability to teach shooting. Yeah, it's fascinating. The Prince Tech. I mean, I think at least two of the gentlemen are yeah. already like accomplished in the trades. Yeah, yeah. They have three licensed. They have a licensed plumber. They have a licensed electrician, and they have a licensed mate. Uh, That's incredible. Mate. So if they wanted to, they could build another gym and maintain it just with the players on their team. <laughs> I think it's. I think people should should. I mean, I think obviously it'd be great to check them out. It's good basketball, and it's right in our backyard. Last question for Don Memory, the of the Hartford Current here, talking about St. Joseph uh, in West Hartford Division Three men's basketball team. I mean, they've only been in existence for five years, and they're the number one team in the country, which is quite amazing. We talked about retention of the coach. 
We know that the era of the transfer portal, how difficult it is in college sports because people bounce around like crazy. It's like free agency all the time. I think the pandemic probably helped these guys get a bunch with the fifth year. Is this kind of su- success sustainable? Oh, at, at the Division three level, I, I, I think it is, sure. I, I mean, you know, it's not like you're necessarily going to transfer from Division three up to Division one. I mean, not too many kids. It's rare. Like Duncan Duncan Robinson did it famously, but it yeah. very rarely happens. Yeah, but it rarely happens. And, and uh, you know, if you want to play, if you're a Division three player, why not play in a team that's, uh, you know, division, a division uh, that, that, that's as, uh, as number one in the division and also uh, where you know you're going to get really good coaching and you're going to get a good education and it's a, a nice, safe, uh, you know, uh, campus where – where you can where you can be and, and be comfortable. It's a small campus, of course. There's not a lot to do around there, but uh, you know. But it's close to Hartford, uh, and it's uh, you know it's a nice place to go. So I, I don't know that they would necessarily lose uh, a lot of kids to other Division three schools or Division two schools. Right. Uh, you know, I think it, 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 it's you know if kids are happy, they don't leave. You right. Know, you think about it. You think about some of the really great college football teams out there that have already had a, a bunch of guys in the portal. You know, the starting quarterback at Notre Dame transferred out, uh, Drew Pine. And yet, you know, UConn's only had a couple of guys transfer out since uh, the end of the season because the guys are happy there and they like the coach and, and they, they'll stay. So, yeah. yeah, is it sustainable? Yeah, I don't know. If they're not going to be number one forever, but uh, but they could be successful year, year in and year out. I think the foundation was built the, the proper way for that. Well, listen, thanks to you for bringing it to our attention. we got to run. Uh, Dom, happy holidays and a happy new year to you. Uh, you got it. And all the listeners as well. Happy holidays and uh, talk to you soon, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Really appreciate it. I love when, learning stuff like that. It's just awesome. And wish them luck. Hope they win the whole thing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.